there's a lot of doom and gloom about aging yeah. and that when you talk about the systems of your body and aging, pretty much all of them are bad. Yeah, they right? get worse Things and worse get and worse. worse. Yeah. You deteriorate till you die. I doubt I've asked any of the women yeah. I know who are over 60 mm-hmm. asked when was the last time you got laid. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And smoking is not protective, <laughs> you know. It's like it's not it's helpful. Just doctor talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of them is a lie. And we have a very special episode this week. We are finishing up our exploration of the human body, which we've been doing all month. And this episode actually airs on the birthday of one of our hosts. So happy birthday, Tanner. Thanks. Happy birthday. I'm Andy. In honor of Tanner's birthday, I am doing an episode on aging. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about human aging and the experience of growing older. Great. Yeah. But remember, one of my facts is a lie. So you can join Tanner and our other host, Soups, in figuring out which one of my facts is a lie. Great. Cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's not your birthday when we're recording. No. But it is Tanner's birthday if you are listening on the day this comes out. Mm -hmm. So if you are, send him a happy birthday over social media. You can let him know. Absolutely. So we're not going to do the science of how our bodies age, but Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about what it's like to grow old. Cool. Okay. So how does it feel to get a little closer to death? (laughs) So our PQQ. Okay. Our pub quiz question. So this one's going to sound weirdly specific, but it's only because it was the study I used. What was the average life expectancy in pre-industrial Sweden. Wow. Wow. I told you it was weirdly specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre-industrial Sweden. I wasn't expecting uh, Sweden. <laughs> I kind of picked pre-industrial Sweden because I kind of think it probably applies to all of pre-industrial Europe, okay. or at least most of it. Yeah. So we're kind of looking at that. Mm. We could do a plus or minus here if you're finding it hard to okay. guess. Maybe five years. 32 Oh, wow. See, I think it is going to be closer to our current one than we think. I think it's like 60. Okay. Well, if we're doing plus or minuses, then soup skips it. Okay. It was 35 years. Wow. 35 years old. But what does that mean? Yeah, so a lot of people misinterpret this statistic. Yeah, all of a sudden, now it's my birthday. I'm going to die soon if I'm in (laughs) pre-industrial Sweden? What the heck? Yeah, no. So it's important to remember that life expectancy is an average. Mm. So in pre-industrial Sweden, they had an infant mortality rate of 40%. Yes. Two out of every five infants born died in infancy. Yeah. So that's dragging that number way down. Right. Because the average age then is like days or weeks Mm -hmm. or months. Right. However, if you make it to 15... Then even in these pre-industrial places, your life expectancy was probably 50s or 60s. Yeah. So oh. like old people existed. They right. had old people. Right. Yeah. It's just that so many babies died. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. So humans do live longer now than they mm. used to. Yeah. yeah. In general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're doing a decent job at that. So anyway, I actually really wanted to keep this episode positive because I think there's a lot of ageism and a lot of people are very defeatist about the idea of aging. Yeah. So there aren't too many doom and gloom facts. Okay. Mm -hmm. So ready for all the facts. Yeah, let's start. Fact number one. In blue zones, non-drinkers outlive moderate drinkers. Blue zones (laughs) and drinking. mm -hmm. 
So blue zones are places where people tend to live the longest. They have high numbers of older people. Mm -hmm. This term is coined by a guy named Dan Buettner. Sure. He wrote a book about it. And they're called blue zones simply because the researchers who were researching them circled places in blue marker. It is a dumb reason. (laughs) So there are five places. The mountain region of Sardinia. It's just an Italian island. Okinawa, Japan. Mm-hmm. Ikaria, Greece. Mm-hmm. Nicoya, Costa Rica. Oh. And Loma Linda, California. Oh. Oh, wow. So he identified these five places and then looked at the behaviors of the people who lived there. Mm-hmm. And they identified like nine things that lead to these longer lives in these places. Right. So one of the major things they looked at was drinking. Yeah. People do drink in the Blue Zones. Mm-hmm. Except the one in California is uh, high populations of Seventh-day Adventists. Yes. Okay. And so they culturally don't drink at all. It's mm-hmm. part of their religion. Okay. But I know specifically those cultures in the other places have alcohol in their culture. Yeah. Yes. But drinking even moderately, on average, the people in these zones lived shorter lives than the people who didn't drink at all. Mm-hmm. That's not to say no one drinks right. and that none of the old people drink and it's only the non-drinkers make it to be old. Mm-hmm. It's just that this is the pattern that you see in these regions. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I also know Italians drink a lot. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> I think you know, a yeah. lot of pasta. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Maybe there's... that's like premium quality. Yeah. So. <laughs> so the ones who don't drink, they outlive the moderate ones. Yeah. That's what you're trying right. to say. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like you're saying, it goes against so many stereotypes yeah. I have for the cultures. <laughs> so they must be such a like different island culture. Yeah. Because most of these are islands, mm, right? Island, yeah. So like their culture must be so unique to them. Mm. Their drinking culture is mostly different. Like mm. wow. Okay. And other important factors included community. Yeah. So most people in these regions, most of them were faith based. Yeah. So a religious mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. There is daily socialization. And high levels of physical activity. But the big fact is the non-drinking, which mm. just yeah. sounds so fishy to I me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of skeptical yeah. about this. I'm not 100%. Yeah. I, I feel the same way, yeah. But we've got three more. Mm-hmm. So it's important to remember that these behaviors are patterns mm-hmm. that we see. But individual people can have very different stories. Mm-hmm. Right. For example, fact number two. The oldest person to ever live was a French socialite who smoked and loved chocolate. The longest lived is a French person? Yeah. Not one of the Blue Zone people. No. Her name was Jean-Louise Calmont. Okay. She lived to be 122 years and 164 days old. Whoa. So she was alive from 1875 until 1997. Jeez. Yeah. She's the oldest fully authenticated person Mm. by guinness so it is actually very controversial because for two things it's very important to remember that there's a bias towards western record keeping and so many people in other regions can't prove Mm. their age in a way that westerners would find persuasive and so they might be older but yeah you know you can't documentation Mm -hmm. yeah especially in asia like Mm -hmm. in small villages where people historically have had a very active agrarian lifestyle right and you see these old grannies Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. working in the farm like Mm -hmm. you know yeah and they're older than anyone can remember exactly but how old it's hard to verify verify and then actually this particular person there's a whole conspiracy theory about her some people say that she's actually was her own daughter 
Oh. But I mean, tricky. Guinness gives it to her. So Jean Louise was a socialite from Arles, France. Okay. She didn't work her whole life. She was born into a rich family, married a rich guy, didn't work. Easy living. Okay. Easy life. She smoked from ages 21 until 117. Whoa. My role model. <laughs> She reportedly ate about a kilo of chocolate per week. Oh, wow. She really loved chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. But she was physically active. She took up fencing at the age of 85. Wow. And supposedly was biking until 100. Uh. Huh. So, yeah. So she she didn't really follow the rules of the blue zone. No. But she's the oldest fully authenticated person. Yeah. But I've heard about this lady, primarily because she's my role model. <laughs> Is your goal to live to be 123? Yeah. No, just this whole chocolate and cigarette yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Like, it's like, you know, and like, yeah, didn't do a thing in her yeah. life. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. She's enjoying life. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. she did. I'm she kidding. did. So mm. the idea is, could someone live to 122 while being a smoker and a chocolate lover? Because that kind of flies in the face of the first fact. But also, there is this research which tells you that dark chocolate is actually really good for you. Yeah. Right? I couldn't find what kind it was, but I think even a kilo of dark chocolate would be unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, even if it is protective of, like, yeah. your organs. That's a lot, a lot of chocolate. Of chocolate. <laughs> kilo yeah. per week. And That's smoking true. is not protective, you know? It's, like, it's not That's helpful. Just doctor talk. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Listen no. to her. <laughs> So you got a long way to go, Tan. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. my goal. But 122, that's cool. I'm inclined to believe this one because when you ask a lot of old people, they're like, yeah, I take a shot every birthday or like uh -huh. I drink, you know, yeah. like they're not super strict on these sorts of things. So I believe this lady did this. Yeah, I think this fact is true. Yeah. Well, we're halfway done. We're halfway done. We're middle-aged. Yeah, we're going to bring it down a little bit. Uh -huh. But hopefully there's we can take some positive things from this. So fact number three, one of the most common regrets of the dying is working too hard. I 100% agree. <laughs> okay, so this comes from a book by a person named Bronnie Ware, who was a palliative care nurse in Australia. Okay. And worked at a nursing home mm -hmm. with people who are within weeks of death. Yeah. And cared for them. And so she would talk to these people and ask about their lives, what they regret, and she listed five regrets. Okay. So the top regrets were not having the courage to be one's true self. Working too hard, not having the courage to express their feelings, not staying in touch with friends, and not letting myself be happy. And she categorized them into these five yeah. main things. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to imagine life at the end of the road, and what would you regret most? I do get the feeling that, you know, the modern day labor, this whole nine to five, you're giving up on a lot of other things, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You can't just leave a job and then say, oh, I'm going to go bungee jumping or mm -hmm. I'm going to yeah. go yeah. take a tour around the world. So I understand where these regrets are coming from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if this is true, it's playing into the idea of like you're putting off enjoying it until you can retire. Like you work hard now to reap the benefits much later. Right. And these people are like, I did that and I made it this far and I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But also when you retire, like, I don't know, you've got hundred other illnesses. Yeah, right. That yeah. you don't get the time to enjoy. Right. Like, you know, Why enjoy I, life when you're old? Yeah. I mean, it sounds true. Yeah. Yeah. If this is true, that makes a lot of sense because it's not that they're like, I hated work. I mm -hmm. wish I didn't work. They're like, I wish I did this other thing instead of working so Correct. hard. Correct. Right? So that's important to me because 
I think a lot of old people, they would say, I like working. I love what I do, or I, I wish I could continue working because it gives you fulfillment, mm -hmm. gives you a point. So I think it's important to keep in mind that it was at the cost of doing something else. Yes, that's why it's too hard, working too hard. Uh, let's say this is the lie. Yeah. This is not a regret mm -hmm. that any of these, well, the majority of these people, the top five, this was not one of them. Mm -hmm. So how could that be true? I mean, then it just could be any other reason, right? right. Some other reason that she thinks that we know, right? Like we're missing out. Maybe it's not that I missed out on stuff. It's that I did stuff I wish I didn't do. You're right. Mm. Which you don't really hear about, like, you know, as a regret yeah. that much. I don't mm. know. But there's a lot of space for this to be a lie. <laughs> it is. It is. But I'm more inclined to believe that this one's true. Yeah. Yeah. It makes so much sense to yes, my feelings. Yes, it's also a lot of things that I identify with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it too yeah. real? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be true. I think, then I have yeah. a reason to not work hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, those of us who aren't presumably dying very soon can maybe learn from that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of doom and gloom about aging, yeah. and that when you talk about the systems of your body and aging, pretty much all of them are bad. Yeah, they right? get worse things and worse. Things get worse. Yeah. You deteriorate till you die. <laughs> well. There's one area that is a little more positive. Okay. Fact number four. For older women, sexual satisfaction does not significantly decrease with age. Nice. Okay. For older women, mm -hmm. satisfaction does not improve, but it does not decrease. Yeah. Basically, the idea is age was not a factor in any decrease in satisfaction. They looked at women between the ages of 60 and 89. Okay. And for those who were sexually active, they reported between two-thirds or three-fifths of either moderately or very satisfied with their sex lives. Hmm. So yeah. between the ages of 60 and 89, they didn't see a significant decrease in the satisfaction as you would expect with age. Mm. Okay. Right? But sexual activity was reduced. Yeah. Mm. So older people aren't having as much sex as younger people. But, it's but still when they're good. having sex, at least for older women... Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Mm. Quality over quantity. Mm. Yeah. I like that. This is something to look forward to, women. This yeah, is good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Not I mean, much for I mean, you. Yeah, I mean. Sure. I could find nothing about male no, satisfaction. I mean, <laughs> probably will need that blue pill. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there is evidence. This is unaided. Yeah. <laughs> there is evidence of sexually active 90s something year old men. So. Yeah. Mm. You can keep going. Mm. Okay. Wow. Good on you old women folk. Yeah. Good job. Okay. This is this is kind of uplifting. This is that's, good to hear that's if what this I'm is saying. true. I, yeah. yeah, everything else is, is all doom and gloom about aging. Your body breaks down, blah, blah, blah. But for those who are having sex, they're having good sex most of the time. Well, that's good, if this is true. I do know a lot of talk about older people and sex is that like, in like nursing homes, there's a lot of STDs because there's no reason to have safe sex in their minds. You know, they can't get pregnant. There's like massive orgies. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I mean, probably. there probably I mean, are. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But like once you get to that age, yeah. pregnancy isn't a worry right. anymore. So a lot of them think, oh, well, safe sex doesn't matter. Mm. So then they wind up getting and passing around diseases. So I know that's a problem. So they are having sex. It's true. This is weird to think about, yeah. you know, because we don't normally picture older people having sex in our culture. But why not? They're people. <laughs> They're adults. I mean, I mean it's fine. Yeah. Have it. Yeah. Yeah. So this they is should. a bright spot in research about aging. If this is true, this is great to hear. <laughs> Let's entertain the idea that this is a lie. Mm. So if it's a lie, then your quality of sex goes down as you get older. That would line up with our preconceived notions, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. But 
I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about old women having sex, so it's okay. really hard okay. to come up with like an opinion, yeah. like you know, yeah. and with a convincing opinion. Yeah. So I'm I mean, how many women do you know who are over sixty? Few, but I don't think about their <laughs> uh-huh, sex uh-huh. life. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. I doubt I've asked any of the women yeah. I know who are over sixty. Mm-hmm. Asked when was the last time you got laid? So mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's not a question. <laughs> and how was it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not usually a conversation yeah. I have with them. I mean, you worked with sex toys, right? I did, yeah, I right. did. But the we clientele were, was not sixty no, plus. No, no, the clientele was younger. But the opposite of the fact will be really gloomy, and then it's like a it's a downer. But then it's not really. Then it's like an obvious thing. Then, yeah. it, then it's not a fact. Like okay, you would expect as women mm-hmm. are older that the satisfaction is kind of decreasing. Yeah, it's like an obvious thing, right? Why would you need to make that a big yeah, fact? Yeah, it's not a. So that's fact. why this one's so mm-hmm. surprising. So I think it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for the birthday present of this whole episode. We have four facts about getting older and aging and the wisdom and the experience of it. But one of them is a very bad present. It is a lie. So before we guess which one is a lie, can you please repeat the four facts for us? Of course. Fact number one. In blue zones, non-drinkers outlive moderate drinkers. Fact number two. The oldest person to ever live was a French socialite who smoked and loved chocolate. Fact number three, one of the most common regrets of the dying is working too hard. And fact number four, for older women, sexual satisfaction does not significantly decrease with age. Wow. One of those is not true. This is very hard. None of them really jump out at me as being fake, you know? I think it's number one. Yeah. They live longer because they drink more. Because they drink more. You think they drink premium quality wine? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I know that in Okinawa, there's a specific kind of alcohol they have. In Greece, they have their own mm-hmm. type of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is just a coincidence. Yeah. Or maybe it's like you ask all these people and they're like, yeah, I drink. Mm-hmm. And they all live longer. Yeah. Very possible. I think the regrets one is one where it can easily be a lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I really want it to be true because I want an excuse to not have to work as hard. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And the old French woman, I think the stereotype of French people smoke. French Mm -hmm. people love chocolate. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what she's playing off of. Mm. She's like, yeah, this French woman lived super long, but she lived a very clean life. She never Mm. touched a cigarette. And I'm just playing off your beliefs. It's no fun. I think that's the lie. Maybe she lived that long. Yeah. But... It's playing off of the French ah, stereotype. Okay, okay. I think I'm going to go with number one. Yeah. Yeah. They're drinkers. Mm. Okay. Great. Okie doke. Let's unwrap the present, find out what's inside. Da, 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 da. The lie is fact number one. Aha, it the blue is zones. Exactly the opposite. In blue zones, moderate drinkers outlive non drinkers. Mm. Except, of course, in the place where they don't drink at all. Because it is very unusual. That you would have drinking is actually good for you because yeah. in the whole world, that is not true. Any amount of alcohol is bad for you. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. But in these regions, they think the idea is that moderate drinking, a very high quality of the right kind of thing, that's what's good for you. Well, yeah, just export this Sardinian wine. It's the <laughs> elixir. It's the fountain of youth, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a premium quality it's, wine. Yeah. So it's a combination of factors. Mm. So mm. like, it's probably likely that you could extend your life with lifestyle choices. Mm. And probably the bigger thing is that not about extending your life, 
but your quality of life will mm-hmm. probably be much better if you take care of your health. Wow. Right. So you maybe you only live to 75, but you have 75 good years. Right. Oh, yeah. So right. like it's good to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but true. it is important to remember that it's the lottery. Mm-hmm. Right. There's n- nothing you can do actively to prolong your life. That doesn't exist. Right. Even if you take all four of these facts and put them all together, you move to Sardinia, you drink the wine, you take up smoking, you fence, you have sex as an older woman, whatever. <laughs> you do all this stuff. You don't you work could, too hard. You could get hit by a truck tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Okay. It's, it's kind of a good outlook on life. Yeah. It's not so bad. No. Basically, it's like aging is a privilege. It's a natural part of life. It's not the worst thing. Yeah. So just just chill. Yeah. yeah. No regrets. Do what makes you happy. I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. If you are watching this on YouTube, please do all the YouTube-y things like comment, subscribe. Let us know if you got the fact right. This is the end of our human body theme. And we are starting a new theme. We're doing music. And Tanner is going to be presenting four different classical composers. And as always, thanks for listening. Horny? Horny?